Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. My whole point is that breakfast needs more cocktail drinks because honestly, there's only three. There's, There's the screwdriver, the, the mimosa, mimosa, and a Bloody Mary. And a Bloody Mary. You know what? Okay. Is Bailey's in your coffee? Is that considered a morning drink? I think that if you're just looking to give a little kick to the coffee, then yeah, I guess that's technically a, a Bailey's and coffee. That's a that's a morning cocktail drink, right? You know what? I'm going to have to disagree with everything I just said because I have tailgated at about 5 a.m. in the morning up in Athens and... Uh, I've made just about everything a morning tailgate drink. Yeah, I'm kind of into what I'm into. By the way, chapter Bourbon, beer, 24. Hard ice vodka freezies. I mean, I've done everything. See how I tied that in. See how I tied the sponsor in. Hard ice vodka freezies. And Norman's Electronics brings you this episode. We've done 23 of these, and I am basically a professional now. Book their service online for Norman's Electronics, neiusa.com. Or give them a call, 770-451-5057 for or, your appliances and some of your audio needs. Or you can text Jamie Norman. Well, I can don't give, give out his, Jamie's number. No, he's not going to right now. He's not going to appreciate you. Stop that right now. Well, he, he'll respond to a text. He's a nice guy. Yes, he'll respond to your text. You don't want to have everybody texting Jamie Norman at random hours. I'll put it on Twitter. The Bynums might be different. They would just got to be like, oh, that's cool. They gave out our numbers again. You want to party tonight? They'd be like, who is this? You like cocaine? (laughs) That's that's not their thing. (laughs) That's their tagline. Hold on. Bynum alcohol. You like cocaine? (laughs) You like cocaine? I hope they're mad at you for that one. That's oh, actually, please. After, I, after all the trouble they've gotten me in. Okay, only one time has an officer ever come up here and removed somebody from the office. And that was you. That was me because of them. Okay. Only Do one you. time has someone been suspended for a week because of trouble they got in the battery, and that was because of them. Can we use that as a tagline for so, stuff? So like, I am even now. Like, okay, you, let's, for instance, John Kincaid. <laughs> yeah, what would John Kincaid's tagline be? John Kincaid, Inc. You like cocaine? You like cocaine? <laughs> I think that would be fun. Because everything you put that on pretty much sounds funny. Ever been with two men at once? John Kincaid, Inc., <laughs> you like cocaine? <laughs> and and it's, got a, it's got a Yosemite Sam kind of feel to it, doesn't it? <laughs> Buck Baloo, I smoke crack. <laughs> Oh, the biggest mismatches. I I needed this laugh. I'm uh Yeah, no shit, dude. Been, I am so mm, I don't there is an edginess to everything and it's frustrating and I didn't want to do this podcast. And I, know. I still kind of don't want to do this podcast. I'm just podcast. trying to laugh a, a whole lot. By the way, we will have the continuation of the the stuff that we had with Kennesaw State from four years ago. Art. Yes. And Brian Giffen. That'll be the that'll be the final thing we're gonna go back to because it's really funny and we've got It's some a new there. one, right? We've continued yes, we, the legacy. We've continued the legacy. We we did the initial one when they first got on the air with the tushtering. Tushtering. This one is about Holland and an accident he had on the sideline. Yes. Uh we're gonna get into some of those. So those will be a, a lot of fun in the third segment because our job right now, I think, is to give people a chuckle. <sighs> You're still going to talk about it, so you might as well just get it off your damn chest. There's nothing more frustrating to me than being a nonconformist right now. And everybody can just fast forward through the 10-minute rant Los is about to go on. I'm not going to go on a rant. I'm I'm just... (laughs) 
I, I have said this, and this is this is the extent of my stuff. I don't like having people around me that I blatantly go, yeah, I think they're kind of racist. And I think that's obviously the idea that we should be promoting on a regular basis. People that have thoughts that you're not comfortable with, get them out of your life. Ostracize them, do whatever, and just try and be a good person. Because I told you the, the, the ex-girlfriend story, the girl I dated for a few weeks. You did. She, so to let the rest of the audience into this, started dating this girl. Smoking hot. She was really pretty. And great body. Then she started saying things Huge around press. me and my baseball teammates where I would go, okay, that's that's a little different. I, I didn't really expect and she but but she would never say it in my company or when we were doing it, like go to see a movie, nothing could come out of her mouth mouth. Go to a bar, go to wherever, and she would never say anything. But when she got around my baseball teammates, suddenly I was like, This girl is racist as hell. And I remember telling her, I was like, Yeah, I I, I can't really I don't understand that, and I'm not going to continue this relationship with you. Uh, she must have felt comfortable around your racist friends that it just flowed on. Yeah, out. so there was there was nothing better than telling like you know, hey, I know this guy James Polk. Y'all play uh, baseball together. Uh, he's black, so I'm going to say this about him to his face. I was like, oh my, <laughs> James James Polk. I got to tell you this story about James Polk. James Polk. One time, we got into a a, a bar fight in college. And one of the bouncers picked up James and slammed him on a table and said, are you cool? Are you cool? Are you cool? And James just kind of looked over at him and he's like, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> and, we, and we took that as the, as the, as the okay, we got to go. Because James was the one who was being the most aggressive. And, and that, that bouncer did exactly what he was supposed to. But I had that kind of a relationship with him where we'd been through some stuff. You know, you'd been around guys that you could have that kind of uh, – uh, silly relationship with. She did not. And so I didn't appreciate it until I kicked her to the curb. I think that's kind of the thing about now. It's like, you know what? Find other people that are good people and be around them and support them. We we talked about this a little bit, you and I, and this is obviously off the podcast um, in our little dungeon that they store us We call in, it our sex dungeon. And we're released out onto you guys. We just cream all over you, all our information. Rawr. Love juice. You um, like cocaine? <laughs> sex dungeon. As, as, we need more sports in our lives. And I'm not talking about like MLB coming back. They can figure their stuff out or NHL or NBA. We just need more sports in our lives in general. Like sports teaches you so much, whether it's, I don't even think I was Republican or a Democrat or whatever I am at the time. But if you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, if you're black, if you're white, if you're Latino, if you're whatever, I was joking with you like two a days. Sun don't care what color you are, no, man. 105 degree heat. It doesn't care what color you are. Don't care one bit about that. You get water breaks, everybody together is sitting there at the tub basically drinking out of it like, oh my God, how are we going to survive this? When wrestling coach turned the heat up all the way to 98 in the room and you're sitting there running back and forth and puking into the exact same trash can, trash can doesn't care what color your skin is or who you are. Like, it's the great equalizer. And then you go out on a field... And you look at that guy next to you, whether it's 11 guys on 11 guys or it's five on five or you're sitting in a dugout with your boys, like those are the guys you went through everything with. The blood, the sweat, the tears, everything that we need more of that. And that's well, that's been the problem with what has gone on. You, you piggyback pandemic into this entire situation going on in this country. And by design, we have not talked to one another face to face for two to three months by design. 
Okay, can you imagine to, to, to have a discussion with somebody and say, well, I want you to understand where I'm coming from, when for the fact that it's the last 90 days, you have not had any real social interaction with people other than your family or people that look just like you or people you're around all the time. That that's that makes it difficult. I, I agree with you. I want sports back, not because it's just about watching stuff on TV. I want my kids interacting with their teammates that are all mm-hmm. from a variety of backgrounds and home incomes and education because that's what makes them into well-rounded good people working together with other people because you take that as a foundation and you keep it moving forward in your life. I've, I've long believed that. And so not having sports has kind of chopped the leg out of something that I really like having for my kids and, and obviously with myself as well. Like hate is not a good thing in the real world. But in sports world... Oh, I like sports hate. Hate is cool. Hating the Saints, that's cool. Hating Alabama, that's cool. Like, hating your rival, hating the Gators, that's cool. Like, that's the kind of hate we need back in our world, and I feel like since we don't have that, we're here. You know what the the cool part about sports hate is? Especially around here. Once my game with you is done... Oh, yeah, like when me and Joe Ham get done? then Then it becomes... Hey, are you rooting for me going forward? <laughs> Baby, we're all good. Like, hey, I'm from your conference, man. SEC East. Everybody who gets upset about... <laughs> Let's chant SEC after this. ...about the SEC chant, I think they missed the point. This entire area of the country is demonized and made fun of and crapped on for how much we care about this Southern culture sport, that how we do it and how it's done. That chant is as much about... Go F yourself. That's what it is. And whether that means I I, I get to do it because it's Alabama or Georgia or Auburn or Florida, somebody moving on, the SEC chant is about, hey, guess what? We just played Notre Dame. SEC. How do you like them apples? How do you like them apples? The only difference is I feel like I've had to cheer... For other teams that are not you with that chant? Yes, absolutely. SEC way too much instead of UGA, um, at least at the end of the season, and I really want to end up cheering UGA at the end of the season instead. But yes, they if you have to if someone else has to go along and carry the torch for you, I am okay with that. Is it good news that we can now start counting it down? We are what? How many more days? So today is six more days until we get kids back on campus. Yup. Yeah, that's a step. It's a step in the right direction. June June 8th, I believe, is the date, right? June 8th, when and, we can get kids back on campus. And here was the weird thing about it for me. Baseball is my first love. Baseball will always be my first love. Like They're messing this up so bad. They popped my cherry, and <laughs> it, that, that, that was. like I could not take my eyes off of baseball for the longest time. We've gone without baseball how long now? Is it three months? Are we into the third month? We're roughly? into June, so it would have been a, a, a late March start date, and... Let me tell you, from running the Braves virtual season, <laughs> I can't imagine it's a long season, man. I'm telling you, I'm going home every night having to get this thing running. But I don't, I do miss baseball, so don't misconstrue that. But I don't miss baseball. Like it's okay. It's like September baseball to me is the most fun, other than October baseball. But I'm not longing for it. But the thing was, man, if you kept my college football from coming, if I saw leaves start falling on the ground, if I felt I'm doing like a infomercial right now if i saw the autumn crisp air and i smelt it and you know there's that just that different feel in the fall specifically in november like when we would play auburn in november and there's just that different feel if i swear if i had to instead of enduring college football season had to go to a damn pumpkin patch with my kids on a saturday instead of watching college football season i was going to lose it 
I was going to lose my mind if I had to go on a hike on a Saturday instead of sitting there on the couch and not getting my ass up from noon to 2 a.m. I was going to lose it. Baseball, you were my first love, but man, college football is just, it's that piece of ass that just, <laughs> just, keep, you just keep coming back. What is it that, that Jessica Simpson was called? She's sexual cocaine. Uh-huh. It comes Se- back again. Sexual napalm, man. Sexual napalm. That it's just, that was college. So, so yes, this is great news that they're getting on campus and that we're testing and I just hope everything is going in the right direction. And for the 23rd episode in a row, we have managed to talk about COVID. Son of a bitch. We did start this <laughs> entire thing by going by going. Oh, by the way, did you see this coronavirus? Yeah, that's that's how that's gone. This it's been woven into the fabric of the show, and I'd like for it to go away entirely. Yeah, no kidding. You and, think? and we just talk about other things. You, it's funny you mention that what you think about the fall. So you know, as the the HGTV weirdo that I am, that I will do projects around the house. I get excited about it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to build this or do a floating shelf. Well, I, I started on a pebble garden last weekend, and I built it. And the problem of doing one of these things is that you got to dig down three inches into the earth. And that doesn't sound like it's a lot until you start running into rocks and everything else down there. No, no, no. When you're digging, it's not digging into the earth. I believe that's the mantle. So when I started my quest the crust. into the crust, <laughs> as I started digging... Headed on my way to China. Never believed that, by the way. If I just keep digging straight you down, really I'll You really didn't up- believe that? How could you not believe that? Ultimately, you will end up at something. I just didn't buy the cartoons. It's geography? Yeah, it's geography. No, damn it. Geometry. It's geometry. If you dig through a circle, eventually you will come out the other side. Back to your point, but you're wrong, but back to your point. So as I'm doing this, I keep telling myself... Because, again, it's it's 85 degrees outside, and I'm huffing and puffing because it's not easy to keep getting all this dirt and moving it out and moving things around. Oh, by the way, Georgia ground is, like, the toughest ground to dig in. Like, yeah. just clay and rock and clay and rock and clay. Like, I see these people digging on HGTV, and it's, like, black soil, like, topsoil. Yeah. Oh, it's hey. just so nice, yeah, and they're just like, tossing it, it, it over it's their like shoulder. It's like feathery goodness. It's like they're digging in a snow cone. <laughs> they're like, like, hey, all right, let's just keep it going. And no here problem. I can't get the shovel more than, like, two inches into the ground when I jump on it. And so I'm doing this work, and I keep telling myself as I'm just out there huffing and puffing, and I'm hot and I'm dying, I'm going, I think I can, I think. This is going to look really good in November when football's here. <laughs> like, I'm going to sit out here, and I'll have the TV, and this is going to look really good when football's here. So, yeah, it's it's this... It, it, it's it's this loving sonnet that I can't wait to read. I need you here so that you can put me to bed Saturday nights at 1 a.m. right after the, the Pac-12 games are over with, if they play. Uh, but, but until those late games are over with. I believe biblically you are sowing the seeds, Los. Yes, that is exactly what <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> I'm sowing the seeds. Oh, by the way, I want to show you this picture too. I called Hudson today, by the way, to figure out golf on Sunday. Yeah. See if he could play. We're going to play, I think. And uh, I hope. And I go, hey, I'm not. I hope I'm not interrupting you. He goes, no, I'm just reading. I go, oh, you're reading up on the show. He goes, no, 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 I'm just in my Bible. Okay. And I go, having a devotion, huh? And he goes, yeah, you know. And so I try to BS my way through it. I'm like, well, what are you reading? Because you know we have to do small talk. I can't just ask you, hey, sorry to interrupt your time sorry with to, God. Sorry to get into your Bible. <laughs> but, but, so I do small talk. I'm like, yeah, yeah, reading Corinthians, huh? I'm a big fan of nine eighteen. And he reads it, and he's like. <laughs> The fruit of your gold will become silver at my mercy. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it really, just, you know, it, I, 
kind of carry it with me. It's kind of like my credo. And he's like, credo. he's like, you don't know what you're talking about right now, do you? And I was like, I have no idea. I was just trying but to But you were really good at Bible history and Bible trivia. Yeah. We're going to play this this week. You grow up with the nun slapping you on the wrist, and it kind of gets ingrained into your system. Speaking of uh, slapping on the wrist, I try and transition from there. So look who won. You're such a this, professional. This is what I now do. This is what my evenings look like. Is that the Braves? Did they virtually win the season? No, no. These are the Nashville Knights. Oh. They're the Marlins team that I moved and then built. Yeah. And well, they got the trophy. Congratulations. 2024. This is how I'm getting through. It's good to see that we make it to the year 2024, by the way. That's uplifting. It is very uplifting. That's something we've brought to you guys. Hey, we're going to make it three years from now. We're all still here. Got to be honest, didn't see any black players in that picture, Los. Wait a minute. Hold on, because... <laughs> oh, man, it's just Jorge Soler. No, 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 no. I take it back. I take it back. That's not good. There we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you're good then. So, see, I'm covered. We're good. The world <laughs> is going to come back together. I can't wait for it to happen in 2024. All right, coming up next, Hoyt will tell you why Kirby Smart is the only one doing this the right way. Oh, no, we're doing that topic? I'm not prepared. You can't be serious. I just brought that up as a whim. I haven't done any prep on this shit. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. Steak had in his mind what he was going to set up for three strikes. Rapid fire. But here's the problem. Steak has been traveling quite a bit, so what'll happen is he'll he'll be out of town somewhere, and Matt Edgar will start trying to tell him down line, hey, we got to do this, and make sure you get in this, make sure you get in this. And his focus is always one of his better attributes. Well, let's face it. At this point, that's what I believe happened here. Steak just decided, listen, I'm going to pull the ripcord here, and I'm just going to get out, and we'll figure it out during the uh, during the break. Who is the most likely Super Bowl team out of the NFC? You heard earlier today, Champ Bailey said, it's a niche-niche on the Falcons. They don't play defense well. Wrong. Um, and... <laughs> Finally, I, I watched Atlanta all weekend. The uh, show on FX, really, really entertaining show. And what a great job. It just got renewed. Mm-hmm. So uh, give us the city from a... Uh, well, let's just go to break. <laughs> Welcome back. The Audio Fun Bag, Chapter 24. I didn't go anywhere. I've been here the whole time. Well, the audience might have gone somewhere. I mean, we sent them away. Oh. Like, we shooed them off. Get out of here. Made them giggle, and then we brought them back. So we got ourselves a little bit of a break time in there. All brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Give them a call, 770-451-5057, or you can visit them, neiusa.com. Going to try to distract you here. I'm looking at Barstool right now. They have the most streamed movies since March of this year. I guess that's as soon as the pandemic started and we started streaming everything. Everything exploded. Okay. And they have it state by state. And there are most of these, I know, the the Hangover. We all know the Hangover. Um, Manchester by the Sea, that's Idaho's. Green Lantern, that's California's. Goodfellas, that's Arizona. Why would Green Lantern? Green Lantern's not a good movie. Um, well, that's not the point of this, but a oh. uh, couple have the hangover. Milk is in, is that Michigan? 
Nope, that's Wisconsin. I'm dumb. Anyways, I get to Georgia. Maybe it's just a joke then. They've just they've decided actually to give you these mock <laughs> movies. I see what's happening here. Louisiana, Life of Pi. I actually like that movie. North Carolina, Armageddon, <laughs> South Carolina, Deep Impact. I like how they both have the apocalyptic like asteroid movie, but the opposite. But then I get to Georgia, Den of Thieves. I have no idea what that is. Neither do I. Okay, because you're kind then. of a movie snob, I like movies, so I thought you would have seen that. Good, I feel better now. So, Den. 2018, Den of Thieves. Is it like a porn? No. Um, be kind of hot if it was. Den of Thieves, 2018. It it's coming up right now. It's a, uh, what's his name? Who was the guy in... Uh, An elite unit of L.A. County Sheriff's Department and state's most successful bank robbery crew, Clash. 50 Cent is in it. Or... If you will, Curtis Jackson. Curtis Jackson. Oh, it's a Gerard Butler movie. Yeah, Mr. Okay. Jackson. Them, them's, them's a shoot it up movie. And the dude, uh, was it Ice Cube's son that played him as Ice Cube in uh, Straight Outta Compton? Oh, uh, yeah. He's in it too. So O'Shea Jackson to, Jr. I'm going to have to check this out. Okay. Well, I'll look into it for you. So you have a theory. You're a jerk for springing this on me. I know, but I like the theory. I kind of like the idea that... We can do stuffed animal talk instead. In the era of team building for college football, the idea of stacking is a bad idea because you end up losing more guys as far as quarterbacks. And that the idea now is, let me bring in some guys where it's it's almost a one-and-done scenario and you're in, you're out, and on to the next one. Well, what is the position in football? And don't tell me kicker or punter. What is the one position in football there's only one of on the field? Quarterback. Quarterback. And and you can only, and it's a problem, but you can, you can only play one. But we used to live in an era where, hell, Hudson Mason has talked about it. He backed up for three years behind Aaron Murray. And looking back in it, in hindsight, he's like, I should have transferred, and I would have transferred at the time. Or DJ Shockley, if you want to go through the line of Georgia quarterbacks. And it just got me thinking of what Kirby's kind of doing right now. Obviously, we know, you know, Jamie Newman comes in. What was it you wrote on the show sheet, Jamie? Oh, I wrote Jamie Newman Martin. Because <laughs> we kept we kept working in Jamie Martin into the conversation, and finally I just gave up. I was like, Jamie Newman Martin. So Jamie Newman rolls in. It's like he's, Jeff Collins Perkins. He's always, he's a transfer, obviously. Then you've got JT Daniels coming in, but behind him, you've got Vandergriff, who's going to enroll next year, most likely. You got Carson Beck, who's already here. You got Dewan Mathis, and then you got Stetson Bennett. Hell, I mean, it's a quarterback room that there's like eight guys going to be in. I, in some scenario, whether this year or next year, and it just got me thinking that we all know the idea of a guy staying, a Cole Stout staying on your bench, backing up Trevor Lawrence and Kelly Bryant. That day and age is gone. Like it, it's it's not going to happen anymore. It's it's it can't happen anymore. Like you're going to have five stars come in backing up the other five star, and if I don't win the job, I'm going to go find something else. Nick Saban knows it because Jalen Hurts moved on to Oklahoma. So it got me thinking that Kirby may be ahead on this whole thing, and the only other big name coach I can come up with that has figured it out was Lincoln Riley. Yeah, let me just keep rolling these one these guys where it's it's you show up. Here's the red shirt, and now it's your team. Baker Mayfield, transfer. Jalen Hurts, transfer. Kyle Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray transfer. transfer. And it just got me thinking that maybe the Justin Fields-Jacob Eason scenario that we went through, and it was it, it, it was terrible. It, it could have easily taken the program a completely different direction if Fromm would have got hurt. Maybe Kirby has learned from that, and he's getting to the point where now I got to stack that room with five stars. I got to have transfers on the back end. I got to make sure I have myself covered because it's, I think college football is going to move to a point now where it's, 
One year transfer, you're in. Next guy transfer, you're in. Next guy transfer, you're in. Hopefully I can find maybe a five-star to do two years, but he's gone off to the NFL. He's good enough. Next year transfer in. That's the role college football, and that's the era college football is moving. And I think Kirby might be getting ahead of this before a lot of other big programs are. When you're recruiting this kind of athlete, predominantly four- and five-star quarterbacks, they're all going to expect to play. And keep in mind, we don't have enough good quarterbacks in the NFL or college football. So if you can play, somebody's going to throw their doors open to you and say, please, come on in, come be the starter here. Take things over. SMU has now become that that school of, hey, we're not the SEC, we're not the Big 12, but we'll take you, and you'll be our starting quarterback, and you can star here and then move on to the next program or the next team. Uh, I think that there now has to be a mentality of, i got to recruit the right kid who can be a foundational piece. Like Stetson Bennett, you, know, you don't want him on the field, but I got him in case I need to get through a game. But keep in mind, Stetson also left Georgia. Yeah, and then remember, ended, remember, and then he showed up coming yeah, back. He came, he came back. That is one of those pieces where for the next two years I go, if I need it, I got somebody out here because I don't want to put a kid out there. But yeah, you're right. Then the rest of it comes down to like a guy like JT Daniels. To me, I'm not I'm not automatic that he's not going to get the waiver because we don't know what's happening as far as the, big, uh, the Pac-12 being able to play football this year. Whether he gets the waiver or not, I think is besides the point. I think Kirby looked at that schedule and said 2021. We're playing Clemson as a as an opener. As an opener. Do I want Carson Beck, who has never taken a snap? Do I want Dewan Dewan Math? Wow, Mathis. Dewan Mathis, who has only played in the spring. <laughs> he just got cleared, literally only yeah. played in the spring and everything else. Or do I want a guy in JT Daniels who is a freshman has game time experience under him? And I think that's what the move was for. You're going to see more and more of. It's almost like coaches. You know how coaches will take the small job, and then all of a sudden, it, hell, we've seen it with Temple quite a bit. The coaches come in, then they get the next job, and it's a move-around job. I think that's what the quarterback position is going to become, not just at small schools, everywhere. If I don't get that next job, I'm moving on. If I'm at Houston, I'm Derek King, I'm moving on to a bigger job if I can't get the job. Consider this. Is this where this is how it's all shaken out now? Your last three Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks? Transfer, transfer, transfer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Joe Burrow. Yeah. That's where it is. It's go find you one. Get them one and done or two and done, and they move on. Yep. And you've got to have, you've got to recruit the portal as much as you're recruiting the high school now. And that's where I think Kirby is now. I, again, I think he's catching up to Lincoln Riley, but I think those are the only two really that have a grasp on what this is going to be. And furthermore, you're going to have to then trust your coaching staff that what I see, whether it's spring football or what I see in summer camps, I have to believe that, and I have to go with the best guy based off of that. Like, we can all talk about, and I hate doing the argument of, Fields or from which one was better? Maybe Kirby didn't make the right choice on the overall quarterback. Maybe he made the right choice for his team at the time. And I truly maybe still believe that to this day. But you got to pick the best guy, and you got to keep him around somehow. It's a, it's, it's a challenge. It's what it is at this point. You want to finish up by telling me about your stuffed animals? No, I actually want to talk about my neighbor... And we is it the is it the the one that you told me? Yeah. So we I don't think he listens. Like he listens to six eighty, but I'm hoping he doesn't listen to this. So I think we should be good. What's up, James? Yeah, he's pretty nosy, and I don't know how to handle a nosy neighbor. Does he just come around a lot? No. So 
we we obviously we built that wall, that sixteen foot wall that need to build a wall. Yeah, it's a massive wall because we had no backyard, so we decided, you know, here build a retaining wall and build it, a backyard. Yeah, and God, has he been just every step of the freaking way? He's just always happens to walk out of his deck at the exact time we're walking the the fence line with the guy telling him, well, "This is the property line." You sure you're not on my side? Pretty positive we're walking the line right here. Like, he just pops out at the most inopportune times. We've got a creek behind the house. I wanted to take out all the trees going back to the creek so I could see the creek. All of a sudden, our landscaper was taking out the trees, and he comes out on his deck. You can't take out those trees. That's not your land. That's uh, the, the core of whatever. That's their land. You can't touch those. It's illegal. Mind your business. And I'm not a confrontational guy, <laughs> and I can't say that because i got to live next to this guy as long as we live here. But it, the other day he came... Mind your business, James. The other day he Mind came... Mind your business. The other day he came over and he knocked at my door. He's like, hey, I know you got the, the sprinklers put in, but my grass is getting wet over here. Your sprinklers are spraying on my grass. I'm like, they're plants. They're supposed to get wet. I'm actually helping your grass by giving it water off my power bill or my water bill. Like... Mind your business. Like, what are, what, are we, what are we doing? Can I give you my neighbor scenario? He also hasn't had to go into work for the last three months, and he's been working from home, and maybe he's driving himself crazy like that, but I just, I can't. The lack of human interaction makes all anymore. human interaction a little bit weirder. So my neighbor decided that he was going to put in a retaining wall. I almost spilt that. And build an addition to his home, um, a, a sunroom, an extended deck, all of it, all off the back of his home. And he, they've been good neighbors. Like we've, we've never had a problem with them. And so he texted me in October while I was out of town and said, yeah, having some fill dirt brought in. Uh, might have might have messed with your yard a little bit. Uh, just just wanted to give you the heads up. We'll, we'll fix it. And I was like, cool, not a problem. What my neighbor did is that fill dirt that they were using, and you realize how much dirt gets brought in for this sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Okay, they dumped it in his front yard. And then scooped it up from his front yard by tractor and took it around to the backyard to then fill. Mm-hmm. His front yard since October still looks like Afghanistan. Okay? <laughs> are, they, are they done with the work? No. Because he didn't take out the correct permits. And so his his project got shut down for oh. like two and a half months. So we're going on. Oh, let me see. Oh, it's June. It's June. It has been... 10 months of my neighbor not having a front yard. Like, you look at my house and you go, oh, looking pretty good. My neighbor, it looks like, again, Afghanistan, Beirut. You name any sand hole, and that's what it looks like right now. And the backyard, oh, my God. So the fact that he's, like, asking me about what grass I want to put back down, I'm like, dude, it's Zeon Zoysia. <laughs> it's like, it's Zeon Zoysia. I know because I bought that grass. I know it. it, it don't you dare come at my ass with Bermuda. Zeon Zoysia. This is tip turf. Yeah. So you talk about that. I, I'm saying mine's not nosy. He's actually a good dude. He's just torn up my yard to the point where if I wanted to sell my house tomorrow, I guarantee you I can't get anywhere near asking because they would go like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? <laughs> Does that really bother you? Like, I only asked because I in college, I had six roommates and I got to the point where I would clean the house. And then by the end of the night, it was trashed. And I realized that, you know what? Common area, 
I'm never going to clean again because it's just going to be a disaster. So I'm just going to take care of my room and my room will always be neat and clean. And I'm not going to worry about anybody else's stuff. So as long as your home is nice, why are you worried about the guy next to you? Because it's a reflection of my home. No, it's, it's it really is. I'm telling you, what I'm going to do, we're going to take a break here. And then we're going to come back with some good old art and getting all that fun. I'm going to get a picture and show you what oh, it looks you're like. you going to get on the Facebook homeowners page. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm start just, complaining. I'm going to ask my wife. You take a picture of our neighbor's yard. Of our neighbors. Some people find yard sand and, and dirt sand and rocks to be to nice. Be. Like in Las Vegas, that's how they, they do their yards. He has like a, a two-foot weed that's growing <laughs> out, and it's right on his property line, and I kind of just like, I'm just going to go over there and just tear it out. What, yeah. if, what if he's growing that? <laughs> he loves weeds. It's amazing. All right, we'll get to that coming up next. <laughs> that's a tease. We'll get into my neighbor's yard coming up next. That'll hold them. You guys aren't going anywhere now. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. Our own <laughs> Chuck Oliver launched one that, first off, Matt, I was amazed that you quickly recognized that something strange happened. You'll hear that in the piece of audio, but we haven't disseminated what this piece of audio is as of yet. All right, coming up next, it's good to have a plan in sports and in life until that plan falls apart. We'll tell you one team that might experience that and a piggy noise next. <laughs> I did. I was like, I thought I heard a snort. Piggy. Okay, I thought it was Hoyt plugging something in, but it was actually you snorting. No, no, no. It was a combination burp and, <laughs> and cough and so i figured hoy play it the slow down version you blurped that was a burp and a cough a blurf let me hear it one more time oh that's filthy and i didn't know what so i was like all right i will suppress this i will force it down that is no you didn't though it came up welcome back chapter 24 uh. i have to sneeze Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics brings you this. Uh. It's It's a pretty good sneeze. Chuck is going to be pissed. I know. You did it again to his microphone. (laughs) Do we update this? So tomorrow is our first road show. Yeah, sports and social. In three months. First time we're going to venture out as a a radio station. We'll be at sports and social. Yes, yes. How close do you think Matt and Chuck will allow people to get to them? Because I'm guessing that they're going to try and like ask Torch and Social to set up a perimeter of like 30 feet. You've been to a gas station since all this happened? Like inside? Yeah. You know those like plastic screens they have up? Maybe we just get those from Matt and Chuck. And just, they broadcast from a bubble? Or we can have them wear face shields. And they broadcast from their bubble? And sandwich bags on their hands. It's bad, man. Like they are, they're... To each their own. To each their own. To each their own, Carlos. If I want to have unprotected sex, that's my choice. If you want to wrap it up because you don't want a disease, that's your choice. To each their own. You're sitting here and you wanted to say, and I'm just saying. No, I'm, it's not that I want to say. I, I, I just. That's how serious I've taken the pandemic. I told you this. I take I, it as serious as the person in the room I, with me I, takes I, it. I do what you're comfortable with. Yeah. I'm just curious about how that's going to work for them to outside at, a, at an establishment where, I don't know if anybody knows this, 
a big part of our business as a sports talk radio station is our interaction with the public and being out at, at public places. I got a good friend, Dr. Frederick, Georgia fan. He's my dentist. He comes in and working on my teeth a couple days ago. Just routine checkup. Again, nailed it. I don't know how, but nailed it. Um, but he comes in, he's I like, I see All that right. the nicotine is protecting your teeth rather well. Yeah, we had to talk about that. But he comes in. Did you tell him, what if I switch to cocaine? Nah, this bro- <laughs> how many times have we worked in cocaine here? And he, he comes in, though, and we normally, like, you, you know. Did it, you did it first. High five or hug. Or we're like, he's a good friend of mine. But he comes in. And I kind of fist bump him, and he wasn't thinking I was going to fist bump him, and I kind of fist bump him. He's like, yeah, we can't do that right now. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And he immediately walks over and washes, washes his hands, hands and washes everything down. And I was like, my bad. I thought we were cool like that. Sorry, Dr. Frederick. Yeah, you messed up. You yeah. done messed up. Whatever. And listen, there's state regulations. Still no cavities. Stuff, so, yeah, you won there. All right, we'll get to this is our fun audio. This is actually where... Justine. This is beyond test, testing, testing. That was the first time around. Yeah, you farted. Um, <laughs> so the first time around when we had the Kennesaw State football broadcast and we first had it on the fan. Testing. We got the testing from the mic. Testing. Now now we're a well-oiled machine. <laughs> we got you testing. Now all the microphones work. In this edition that we'll go through, these are all the moments where they sent it down to the sideline and something really fun happened. Let's move on to our final sh- section. This is the uh, the Giffen and Art section again with some uh, some. They got their own section already. <laughs> it's big. It's it's pretty big. Art it's very is popular. one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. And he's a testing. broadcasting icon. Yeah. Testing, <laughs> testing. We got you testing now. <laughs> so this was a situation where there again little little mic issue here. We're we'll just start- standing around down here right now. <laughs> Thank you, Art. Let's start with that small issue, and uh, we'll we'll get things warmed up here in this section. And Art down on the frozen tundra, and way over there <laughs> with uh, with his wireless microphone, and we're going to have issues with that probably because of the wind and the distance. But Art, what's your town center Nissan key to this one? Well. I- Going to have yeah. some problems with that mic over there. <laughs> now we're going to have to move you a little bit closer, Art. Unfortunately for uh, for our listeners and you, we're going to have to move you a little bit closer here so that we can get you back in range. So there was that. It's just I. You want another one? You got another one. You may have another one. Here's another one. You have another one. Give it to me. Let's check in with Art down on the sidelines. Art, the kicks have become a bit of an adventure here in the early going of this one for Kennesaw State. Yeah, a product of... Uh... <laughs> we need to get you to turn where you're facing us, Art. Having some problems with your connection. There we are. Gosh. <laughs> and we'll get back down to you in just a couple of moments here as Maxwell and company go back on the field. Is that Fisher Price equipment? <laughs> I swear, back before Comcast, now I will say this CSS, God bless them, they tried. Before it was CSS, it was something called Media One, which was basically public access TV. They had a wireless mic that worked. We need to get you to turn where you're facing us. Are having some problems with your connection? There we are. My kids on their walkie talkies. You have a better setup than that when they're in different parts of the house. Four minutes. And about $35 at Radio Shack. Covers all this. <laughs> there is no more fun bag from Art. Gosh. So, so here's the final Gosh. piece of audio for the, for the audio fun bag. 
This is where a player had left the field oh. with an injury, and oh. no one could exactly see what the deal was. It just kind of seems weird. It doesn't seem like he's limping. doesn't seem like he has a problem. Art filled in with what the issue was. Art down on the sideline. Holland got stung by a bee in his neck. <laughs> He'll be all right, of course. Yeah, still having some problems with it breaking up a little for guys. This team. Yeah, still having problems with Arch Mike from down there breaking up. We apologize. We're going to spend some time this week with a couple of people that are experts on these things. We're going to get that sorted out. Experts. Holland got stung by a bee in his neck. <laughs> He'll be okay, of course. He'll be all right. All right. <laughs> it's the audio fun bag. Oh, man, they're going to hate us. <sighs> They really are. I, art again. Again, art is a he's a he's an icon. We don't have to do this. Testing. <laughs> we don't have to do this. I just I love how Giffen's like you got to turn around, <laughs> you got to face me. We got to get somebody to handle this during the week. Those are off because this wireless mic stuff. You know, I know oh. we sent someone to the moon oh. and brought them back. <laughs> That was the. I think I could get somebody to the moon. Honestly, uh, it's the we brought them back from uh, the moon, but we can't get a microphone to work from the field to the booth. Holland got stung by a bee in his neck. <laughs> He'll be all right, of course. It's just gonna break. Let's just go to break here. You got that man fired. I did not get that man fired. <laughs> we got- did. We did highlight how much fun they were having, but we did hear, and when we talked about it on the previous time we aired it, that was from. He won an Emmy for God's sake. That or was something from November Marconi of 2016. He didn't do the following year. And Kennesaw State told us we're trying to avoid being in the fun bag. <laughs> I, as a university, their stance was we're trying to avoid being in the fun bag, which is awesome. That's my goal to get universities to try to shut us down. So, guys, when you ask us who's got the shun- fun bag shut down. KSU. KSU. No, it wasn't. They, <laughs> no, fine. it was state. They're like- <laughs> 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 we'll see you later.